Combo Breaker, a one-two punch of enthusiasm. Twice a month, I present a tiny interruption to share something that I'm digging on. I'm your host, Cole, and you can check out OKRetro.Zone to stay on top of new podcasts, videos, and more. So, here we go. So, uh, that was a, I'm gonna call it a brief hiatus. Uh, you know, there's been some job things and, you know, waves hands in the air, you know, everything, but... But there's the winds of change, and I'm caffeinating more, so that should probably help. But also, shit, 2020, y'all. But to embrace the autumnal season that we've now kind of blasted past, I want to get cozy and talk about Over the Garden Wall. So pull up a seat, grab some hot chocolate or tea, your favorite blanket, and let's sit by a nice fire and talk about this fantastic animated miniseries. When trying to talk about the show, nothing I think captures it so succinctly as The Guardian did back in November of 2014. The article entitled, Over the Garden Wall, Slapstick for Kids, Existential Dread for the Adults. And I mean, I would also say exceptional storytelling and perhaps... mm, I would say the narration is reliable but still leaves you questioning the reality of the work throughout the entirety of, of its journey but still remaining consistent yeah it's over the garden wall you have to watch it the series uses like tertiary characters to expand the world and also critique the thoughts of the viewer as the viewer passively like searches for answers because when you start off on watching this show you don't really know what's going on it's just two brothers trying to find their way back home the pilot begins with a frog playing a song on a piano It has a wanton sadness of a shambled together jazz ensemble with like some, I want to call like ragtime flair while still like being slow and melodic. Am I painting a picture? I'm I'm not a wordsmith talking about music. Um, But yeah, the pilot opens with the narrator saying somewhere lost in the crowded annals of history lies a place that few have seen a mysterious place called the unknown where long-forgotten stories are revealed to those who have traveled through the woods. And there's the setup. And where this journey takes place is in the unknown. Even the things that appear familiar are decidedly not what you'd expect throughout the show. The show follows two brothers, Wirt and Greg. Wirt, the older brother, voiced by Elijah Wood, which is very fun. Um, He's a bit, I would say, neurotic and paranoid. I very much resonate with Wirt. And then there's Greg, who's the younger brother, who is very carefree, and I'm going to say childlike, because he's not childish in selfish in a very um, uh, like self-serving way. He's just kind of doing his own thing and very childlike, but he, he is also just like oblivious. Uh, but I never knew it was possible to resonate with two characters so strongly on opposite sides of the coin, but here we are. But the story unfolds in 10 12-minute or so episodes, and it literally goes it goes some places. Uh, what is, I don't say this lightly, but magical about watching this show is the surrealism of the setting, paired with this overarching narrative. And honestly, I recommend spending an evening watching the show and then watch it again a day or two later. It's like a fine wine. It ages well, and how you follow the boy's reality and perspective shifts once you've seen the whole story. Um, You can see the breadcrumbs the writers left for viewers to find, and that's a rock fact. 
And Greg, the younger brother, has a rock with a face on it. It's a dumb face. He holds it up and declares rock facts. It doesn't happen often, but it is very good. So there's that. Without spoiling anything, the premise of Over the Garden Wall is the boys venturing through the unknown, and they meet a bunch of characters like Beatrice the Bluebird, who accompanies them for much of their journey. And another persistent character is the Woodsman. The Woodsman chops trees and carries a lantern, and everyone is dubious of him. And then there's the Beast. But is the Huntsman the Beast? You'll have to kind of watch to find out. While the show has some production lineage with Adventure Time, it continues the often macabre adult stories that are paired with the slapstick nature of Adventure Time. But here we have the overt autumnal vibes to drive the changing of seasons and perspective of the boys that leaves like a like a haunting trail of thoughts on your first digestion of the show. Seriously, watch the show. Let me know what you think. It's not scary. It's not suspenseful necessarily, but it has a way of reluctantly pulling you through with this unrest you know with the boys and what they're experiencing the what i'm gonna call like uh, dumb or like surface level humor may not be all that appealing for younger kids but it could it could be a little spooky for like youngins you know i could see it It, honestly i was a little reluctant because i was just like oh this is gonna go sideways real quick but um but for adults, it may prompt some like inward thinking you, you wouldn't expect. But with this show, I have no idea why it took me so long for me to get here and to watch this show. I've followed the illustrators for years. Zach Gorman, who runs Magical Game Time or did run Magical Game Time, um, who is an illustrator who I absolutely love. And that's an amazing... Um, it's a still live gaming comic blog thing, but he no longer updates it. Uh, but he did character design on this show. So like... It's always been there, and it's been part of the periphery of, like, the things I enjoy, but here we are. But this show genuinely is an animated masterpiece. Yes, it's a cartoon, but dealing with far larger topics than you would expect at first glance. Think uh, a Miyazaki film mindset when you go to watch this versus Adventure Time or whatever the heck else you watch. Both are powerful, but, like, different just mindsets or headspaces. And with that being said, I hope you check out this show, and that's a rock fact. It's beautiful and dark and inspiring on, like, a narrative writing level as well as just the message of the work itself. We've watched it twice in this household this season, and it won't be the last. As Greg says, ain't that just the way. So once again, thank you so much for listening to Combo Breaker for a one-two punch of enthusiasm. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast, and if you did... I hope you share it with a friend. And follow me on the social medias at OKRetroZone to see new stuff coming out and what I'm up to. I hope you all have a fantastic week. Until next time.